You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to the Pop Culture Critics. This is Damo. Hey, hey, it's your girl, John. And it's Dane. And we're the Pop Culture Critics. Getting into it. What's up? What's good? What's good? What's up? What's good? What's up? (laughs) How was y'all weekend? It was dope. Just, you know, I don't actually plan stuff. We were just talking about this. I don't actually plan stuff on my off days. So it's just like whatever develops, <laughs> develops. What, what happens, happens, you know? Um, what about you, Dan? What did you do this again? I don't remember. You don't remember. You don't remember. That's how much of a while. I don't recall the, like, everything just flow together. Just. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a good thing. So many ways. Oh my goodness! But no, my weekend was really good. Um, yeah, it was. I didn't do much. I got my car washed, got that done, got a haircut, looking fresh. <laughs> um, what else did I do? I did some shopping. Spent honestly two hundred and twenty-seven dollars on nine items. That's not bad. On that nine is, items. Nine what, items. What were they? That they need to be right. good items, right? Three pairs of shoes. Oh, that's okay, bomb. Yeah, shoes, yep, yeah. Ship, that's bomb. Three Already. Shoes, three pairs of pants, a, two jackets, and a necklace. Okay. That's not bad. That is not bad. Okay. And it was all on sale. That's why I bought them. So, <laughs> so I was like, you Come know. catching sale. But yeah, and then, oh, I got my team some... Um, some pop culture critic wear. Oh man, we <laughs> got the apparel, com- the apparel coming soon. Apparel, you know, couture. You know, oh, this my is. <laughs> you can send one, Rihanna. We gonna send you one, boo. Some, we gonna somewhere. send you. One. It's gonna be something that you've never seen before. <laughs> I cannot. Anyways, um, jumping into our week. spotlight. Go ahead, you go first. All right, so I am actually gonna shout out. Her name is uh, Kanisha Sterling. Um, she actually was re- she recently became the first black editor in chief of the South Texas Law Review. Um, this is like history making one. This is another just example of just black girl excellence. Mm-hmm. So shout out to her. I mean, I'm like the the work ethic and the work period that just went into working your way just kind of up the line to now be um, the editor in chief is amazing. So shout out to you. She's a black girl who rocks. Period. And then my spotlight of the week is actually a name that we heard before, Tyler Perry. Um, his speech that he gave at the BET Awards last night when he accepted his, um, I, if I'm not mistaken, his Icon Award. Mm-hmm. Um, just amazing speech. He was like, when y'all, y'all, when y'all was too busy trying to get a seat at the table, I was too busy um, building my own. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here like, you know what, that's what's up. That's actually in the, and it sounds more condescending than what the way I say it, but when he was saying it, it was actually very inspirational. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because it was just like, look, Y'all can try to find a seat at this table for Oscars. And wait for something. And wait for yeah. something that may never, actually never happen and be, you know, accepted. Whereas we can build our own, come together, build our own, make sure that we can have our own Oscars, our own Hollywood. And I mean, we've said this it. multiple times about how important black dollars are um, and how that makes up the majority of just buying, period. Um, not just in the, spend a lot. not just in the <laughs> USA. So it's just like, okay, if we really put our minds to it, if we're really willing to boycott, if we're willing, willing to, you know, support black businesses, how powerful that would be and how much we could create for ourselves. I mean, recently, and this is almost a year ago, you kind of hear about, um, I want to say her name is Ernestine Johnson and how they're really trying to rebuild black wall street. Um, and that's an amazing thing. I'm um, helping, you know, black men, black women establishing their businesses and really growing. I'm um, developing, even starting their own bank. This is an amazing thing that how much more could we be creating? I'm um, bringing to the table. And this, the possibilities are endless. You yes. know I mean, honestly to banks, to grocery stores, to, Clothing departments yes. to support black business. You know what I mean? To a lot of different things, black restaurants, black anything. You know what I mean? Um, and I, like I said, the possibilities are really endless when you think of an idea like we did, because back in history, we did have a black Wall Street, right. but it was burned down. Um, and, and it's so crazy, too, because when you think about it, you'd be like, oh my goodness, like, how come we never rebuild? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. how come we never really... Why didn't like, we reestablish? Why didn't we continue this, this honestly, this legacy? Exactly, because we have... An, more than enough million black millionaires to actually have done something to do something like this again. So it's I don't know. It's, it's very interesting, but I think we're in a time and a space where we're able to do it now and make yes. it flourish a lot more now. But it's going to require all of us to come together. Like it, you can't 
say, okay, Tyler Perry, that's great. That's dope, um, right. That's, that's dope, don't get me wrong, but you can't just leave that on Tyler Perry. Like, there are several other, and I'm not even just talking about millionaires. That includes us as well, yeah, lending a, a hand. Into, it's going to be a collective effort in rebuilding and just exceeding, even going past what they were able to do because we got to think about the times that they were in as well. Exactly. At this point, like you said, we're able to not only build on what they had, but surpass that. Exactly, and that's, and ultimately that's what Tyler Perry was saying, you know what I mean? And just getting out there and actually doing the work and putting your own work in to make sure that we have our own and yeah. our own ownership, make sure that we own what we right. do, you know what I mean? So I was always down for that. Um, it, and I, I don't, for me, it just made me, it was like empowering. It was very empowering like, to hear. I you was know like, what? Yes, I need to own. Like, <laughs> forget this renting, this, like, what, all this other things that we do. Like, let's own. Let's invest. Like, exactly. let's just stop thinking about just the now and think about, okay, what's going to happen years from now? What do I leave for my kids? What do I leave for my grandkids? Like, just creating legacy. That generational wealth. Yes. Type of IFD. And I love that. Um, moving on, Nicki Minaj, she releases Megatron. And there's a song called <laughs> it's a song called Baps with Trina on it. Um, Megatron, da 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 da. Um, it reminds me of the guy who's like da da da. I am not you okay. <laughs> you remember that? He's like da da da. Okay, but not nah, um, Nicki Minaj. She's back for the summer. She's here to make uh, rap relevant again. Um, no, I'm joking. But like she's um, she's actually you know for a song, it's a summer song. You know what I mean. It's one of those songs that get you up, get you in the club, get you dancing. This was up. Um, Baps was pretty interesting. Um, Trina shouts out all the niggas that she's been messing with <laughs> right in the beginning. Um, it's very interesting. Um, that song is too. How about? Did you guys listen to it? No, I haven't heard it. Uh, it's really good. Uh, well, it's decent. It's you know, that's not in my like. <laughs> that's not her genre. I don't want to say genre, but that's just not. Um, you know, like it's I always say, I don't have a. It's not. It's not my type of music. Um, there are certain artists that I do, you know, mess with. Um, I'm not the biggest Nicki Minaj fan. Um, don't get me wrong, I do like some of her music, especially some of her like older music. Um, but I'm not like a huge like sold out like. Yeah. What she call her fans? Um, I, I'm not definitely not a barb. <laughs> you don't play. You say you don't play with barbs. Mm, no. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> all right, moving right along. Shout out to Nikki and, and Megatron and his success. Um, actually, if I'm not mistaken, it, it did go number one on iTunes. So that's what's up. And still growing too. And so. still right. And to mid- be determined, I'm going to listen to it so I can give like a, a unbiased like opinion because I don't have no horse in this way. So I will tell you like some real feedback I'm just because I'm not a bar. So they like, oh my god, it was so great. <laughs> like I tell you the real. But it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> on to the next. We have Mitch uh, McConnell's reparations um, is controversy. So, obviously, you know, black people always been talking about we need reparations. Reparation, yep. And, you know, for things like slavery, lynchings, just uh, Jim, Jim Crow. Um, and um, Mitch McConnell, um, give me one second. Mitch McConnell, um, he was stating pretty much like, yeah, you know, why should we have to pay for something um for something that I wasn't even alive to, that I did to, to witness, you. Right. You know what I mean? To witness it and to done to you. Why should we have to pay? Why okay. should the white... Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Let me finish. I have several I, I have a lot of things to say about this, too, but... Go ahead. I was sitting there listening to I'm like, wow, what the fuck are you saying? Like, mind you, yes, you might not have been there, but you're still reaping the benefits of everything that's right. been happening. And so I'm just sitting here like, I'm ready for all the reparations. Even if it is something like, okay, every black person, you know what I mean, um, your college is free. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something like that. Or your college debt is now taken care of. You know what I mean? Something to actually say, okay, we're trying to get reparations in a way where you can still be financially good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, I know from motherfuckers like me, I got <laughs> I got plenty of loans for school, all right? Uh, and it's, it's, in the, it's in the racks, okay? But I'm trying to still pursue it. I'm paying on it now. <laughs> that's all that matters y'all um, but at the end of the day I do feel like this reparations especially because um, Bernie Sanders just came out recently today and stated that he wants to put an end to all student loan yeah, debts which debt. equals um, to 1.6 trillion dollars if elected I'm voting for Bernie <laughs> I, I, I'm voting for Bernie I'm voting for the, I'm voting for the best president possible you know what I mean and I'm going to have to just keep waiting until this race because, you know, it's about to be over in 2020. I can't do another four years of Trump. It's been a mess. 
been a hell of a ride, <laughs> and I'm ready to get the fuck off. What about you? Go ahead, y'all. I mean, so I, first of all, I'm, I definitely agree with what you said. Mm-hmm. But I also think that, so for you to say that you we, we shouldn't have to pay reparations because you were not a part of the era where you did this. Mm. Um, first of all, so in 63, 1963. Mm, speak to him. <laughs> I'm not even going to do this with you. But so in 1963, we're looking at not necessarily the end of Jim Crow um, era, but we're looking at more of a freer um, South Right. So for you to say that you were not born in 1963 is, first of all, lies. Okay, (laughs) that's a lie. So you directly one are benefiting from the not only genocide of black people, but you're also benefiting from just the oppression of black people. Right. So you can't say that you shouldn't pay reparation because you weren't you you didn't do it. One, you benefited from it. For your whole life, you have been benefited from this. Two, you were definitely alive, even though you didn't live in the in the South. You were definitely alive during this time and benefiting from it. So you can't say you weren't, and this is why, because that's not an accurate argument. Right, very true. I mean, like that, and that's kind of like what anybody else says. You know what I mean? Like I've heard plenty of people, Caucasian, um, state that. You know, oh, why should you know? Like, okay, that was in the past, but that's like I don't have privilege or nothing like that. I I just feel like you have to understand a lot of things have happened at the detriment of people, right? To black people and people People of color, color. right? But we're still paying. um, Indians still get the reservation, and we're still paying into that. Indians get reservations. Okay. I know we're res- still paying the, the, the Jews. They're still getting uh, reparation for this. Italians, so, too. Ita- Ita- so I just need you to explain your because you, what you're saying is lies. I'm, I call BS. That's lies. Because it is BS. And now I, I just, black people have been talking about reparations for the longest. But what I do, and I think that this is a, an argument that's more so fought on the opposite side of like my opinion. Mm-hmm. But what I do think is black people cannot wait for reparation. Like, you can't stop your life yeah. because you're waiting on reparation. Because it may, and let's really be honest, do we deserve it? Absolutely. Should you be stopping your life to wait for it? Absolutely not. You need to continue, and we were just talking about it, about building and coming together. Let's build a black Wall Street. So this, something like this, oh, that's great. So you you feel like you don't, you, you shouldn't pay reparation? I got something for you. Black owned, my black owned dollars, my black dollars are going to black owned businesses. Right. And so once you start really seeing that, once you start seeing the detriment of your words, you'll be able to say, hey, wait a minute, let's, let's make a change. Like, hey, let's take another look at this because we're, we're losing out. Like, do you know how much money we're, losing. we're missing, we're losing? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, for me personally, it's just, I just feel like there shouldn't be it, I, that whole conversation behind reparations. The amount of money that we spending building a bullshit ass wall that shouldn't be there. Okay. The amount of money that we are um, are giving the government or not even the government. The government is just using to get rid of motherfuckers who've been living here, even though they came over here illegally, has been removing them from the country. That recently just came out. That got um, uh, postponed for two damn weeks. You know what I mean by ICE. So at the end of the day, it's still something like we put our money and efforts to a lot of bullshit instead of actually. Rebuilding the you know country the way it needs to be rebuilt, actually having something like a forgiveness um, student loan program, maybe not for our generation, or maybe something could be put in for our generation if mm-hmm. that makes sense. But more so, okay, what about like our parents? You know what I mean? Or like people who went hell, to our grandparents, my grandpa- grand yes, my grandparents are my grandparents is alive, right? Like, and if they have student loan debt, go ahead and forgive that parents. You know, even people who probably wasn't around went to school in the 90s or 2000s, there should be something as far as a forgiveness plan. You shouldn't have to wait until your 50s or 60s or keep taking classes for something like that. Or the fact of the matter is, is just there should be, it should have been something already for reparations because it's been way long overdue. And now the fact that we keep, now the fact that you put in, like put an egg in our face now saying that, oh, just because I wasn't there, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have to be paying for it. It doesn't fucking matter if you were there or not. It was more so the fact of the, the shit that your ancestors did 
has not only been trickled the fuck down to us. You know what I mean? Has been very, very much benefited in your favor. And but there's a lie like for you, you to say that you are you're not benefiting from this. This it's it's literally having a dishonest conversation. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like okay, we can we can have a conversation about. I, you know, obviously, if you feel like you have to still work hard, nobody says that you don't work hard. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, we cannot deny that our privilege is there. We can de- we cannot deny and state that your whiteness has not granted you access. You know what I mean? To uh, certain things in your life. Like I said, nobody's taking away that you worked hard. Nobody's taking away that you put the work in, the time in. But also, like I said it before, your whiteness a- gives you access, you know what I mean, to certain things more easily. Versus a guy that looks like me, looks like you, right. a girl looks like Ja. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a very interesting type of thing. But moving on yeah. from that. I mean, um, it's a, it's just, we got to do a whole just segment on that. Because it's just so much. Like I said, 1963, like, I want to say that I Have a Dream speech was delivered in 1963. So clearly there was still oppression of black people going on in the South. <laughs> and didn't he get killed? Okay. <laughs> Did Martin get? Did, did I'm not, so mad at your just. Okay. I'm mad at your just question. Okay, right, but we all know the answer. Right. right? Um. Anyway, moving on. We would, we're gonna do a whole show about it because this is a good conversation. I'll put that on the list. Yes. Yeah, we got. I have a whole list for us <laughs> to do. But um, Drake settled privately. Um, back in 2018. If um, you don't remember, if you don't remember, there, um, Drake. It was pretty much out there that Drake had had got this girl pregnant. And um, that he pretty much forcefully made her get an abortion. Um, he took her to court. He countersued. He quote unquote won, but has settled out of court. Has settled, but it ha- actually was settled out of court. When it happening was um, allegedly Drake had paid two hundred and eighty thousand pounds. I'm not sure the currency equivalents. It's about almost like American equivalents of three hundred and fifty thousand um, dollars to a woman. He. Um, who claims he sexually assaulted her during a UK tour? So, um, and there's been papers that was been filed in New York where she is suing her lawyer, and it's so crazy because it's just her name is Layla Lace. For people who's asking, um, who's done, who's doing, well, who has stated this about him back in 2018? That recently the reports came out about now, and it's just very interesting. It just seemed like okay, well, it's like okay when people set out of court. I just I'm not sure if they. It's, I'm not sure if that's the own mission that they actually done it or not. You know what I mean? And I always feel like like it, it almost makes you question. But you always have to think about our legal system isn't necessarily the justice system. So True. you also kind of have to weigh that. That plays a factor in settling out of court. That right. is, that's very true. And I'm I'm just sitting here. Because sometimes, like I said, it does make you think. It does make you question. Like, were you really telling the truth? Or mm-hmm. are you really like... A shitty individual, you know what I mean? Like, because if you're making this girl get an abortion simply because you didn't want the child, but yet you still have a child by this other woman uh-huh. that is a no shame to sex workers, but a sex worker, you know what I mean? No, I'm, and it's no shame in that, you know what I mean? I'm not ashamed of nobody for that, you know what I mean? But it's more so the fact of you talk about getting the baddest bitches, but you, but the baddest bitch that you're getting happens to be like I don't think she's like a she's just like a new model or something a like sex that. worker <laughs> but she not and like, it's not necessarily a prostitute you don't have to be a prostitute you don't have to be a porn star you know what I mean right. it could be doing something that's more in a sexual favor or a sexual type of gratification to others you know whatever uh-huh. so being a nude model or um, what else could be like you could be a dominatrix, but more yeah. so, it could that could be a, a part of sex work. You know what I mean? So just simply things of that nature. You know what I mean? It's just very interesting. So I don't know, um, Drake. You need to get it together. Um, moving on. Move right along after that. Yeah, because I mean, I find it very interesting though. Just before we move on, I do find it very interesting. We talked about kind of the cancel culture before. Um, there has yet to be anything really spoke too much spoken about he this. Has a great team behind him. Um, it could be his team. It could be his fan base. And there could be a lot playing um, to that. And you know what's so crazy? Because I was actually this, I was watching this episode of, not episode, but it was like a, a, um, a clip from, uh, I'm not sure, not The View, but it's the other one um, with Eve on it. I forgot the name of it. Isn't it like the chat? The, the oh. I don't know. <laughs> we just, it's, it's the something. <laughs> it's the Shout something. Eve who is doing the thing, but go ahead. Because it's not The View. That's Whoopi and other ladies. It's, it's the <laughs> other one, y'all. It's not. It's not. It's you. It's not that. It's not the fucking true. 
Josh, that's, that's a what? cooking show. Um, <laughs> it's something. Now, okay, move right along because clearly we don't know. It is something. All right, but how you gonna bring it up and you don't know? <laughs> I think I don't remember because it was a clip. It was um okay. shirt. Anyway, we are gonna keep going. But anyway, it was a clip. Um, and it was they were having a discussion because Matthew knows he came about colorism. This is just it's not about colorism. It's more so like people make makes excuses for celebrities. You know what I mean? And they were making excuses on Beyonce's behalf where it really wasn't needed and so and I'm kind of putting this in the same connotation with kind of like Drake it was just like okay if not saying Beyonce was doing anything shitty that's not the one I'm saying right. but like in the case of where okay the celebrity you can talk about the celebrity and things of that nature but as, as far as like in a positive way but when your whole fandom and your whole idea of the person you know is ruptured in a way it's almost sends a motherfucker into a frenzy you know what I mean where they don't know how to function so you have a person or a fan base like Drake's fan base where he's a I don't know what he's the Don Dada of a lot of shit. You know what I mean? But when that image of him in your mind gets fucked up, now it's like you don't know how to function. And also, he has a lot of a lot of people behind him covering up a lot of stories, covering up a lot of news sources, covering up just covering up, covering it up, covering it up. And that also hence why the cancel culture has not affected Drake in a long time. You know what I mean? Like we have to be honest, it's not affecting him. Okay, like, it's not affecting it, it him hasn't. like that. That's true. And so and it just make you wonder, like, is it the fans or is it his team? It could be a, a combination it could be of both. A combination of both. And it just it does make you wonder if this was true or not, especially if he did settle out of court. You but know this what I mean? even goes back to the Usher kind of scandal, who also <laughs> settled out of court. Um, where and this could be again his team or his fan base that it, this like is it was very both. this was very publicized. It was you know the talk of the news. It was like it was on every news station, right? But very shortly after that, when I tell you it was deaded, like you barely heard that it was settled out of court. Yeah, and this is when um, R. Kelly was in his prime. You know what I mean? Um, now it's like no, he's getting held to the fire like he's supposed right. to have been doing. He's but I also to not to say that what he's doing or what he has done is not bad because it very much is. So this is not you know anything like oh I'm on R. Kelly's side. Um, but but he more, is being held to a harsher standard because of everything else going on. Exactly. Like he's kind of taking heat for everybody else too. Um, I don't necessarily. I, don't, I think yes. it's just been in the light of everything. You know what in, I mean? In the light of everything. Because but he was just the like, latest person You're at going the time. to be the, like, okay, we're going to make you the standard. And so you're getting everything. So he is definitely, you know, guilty and he deserved everything that's coming to him. Don't get me wrong. But he also is, he's he's kind of been the muse of, okay, you know what? This has, there's a, we're going to put it into this period. And that has been at his, on his face. But then you, I mean, that kind of goes back to the whole thing with Harvey Weinstein, because Harvey Weinstein has been, you know, also been used, you know, as the muse. And then when R. Kelly... I mean, but Bill Cosby was used first. But but even though it can't necessarily... It was Bill Cosby, but then... And then Harvey Weinstein came out. I think it was Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein around the same damn time, actually, when you think about it. It was, but the story behind the art... Because... Behind the... um, Bill Cosby, it did break first, and then the Harvey Weinstein incident. We also happened, have to remember how power dynamics also work. We have to remember how power dynamics often work. Thank too. you. You know what I mean? Because we had talked about this with Aisha and Steph Curry, like how the power, how the power dynamics of their relationships may affect how they are how they are viewed by the opposite sex or whatever, right? Right. And so in this case. Um, when you have like uh, Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein, a lot of people don't. I mean, yes, he is big in the you know media and stuff like that, like as far as behind the scenes. But we know Bill Cosby; he was America's dad. You know what yeah. I mean? The power. He was like the first like America's dad. Exactly, yeah. like he was there. You know what I mean? Like he was. Okay. That he got dude. you through a couple things. You know what I mean? He got you through. He, you know what I mean? He was that. You know what I mean? For a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So we have to understand who is in our face constantly, and who we don't see all the time. Harvey Weinstein, he was a producer. More about behind the scenes. Like you behind, heard his name. You heard his name. But, but I don't know if you really would know his face yeah. if you've seen him, you know? Exactly. So if somebody said to me five years ago, who's Harvey Weinstein? I would, I would tell you it's a producer. But I, if you showed me a picture and said, pick out Harvey Weinstein, it wouldn't happen. Exactly. I wouldn't have known who he was. And that's being honest. So when you look at a person that's more famous, it would be Bill Cosby. A person that's R. Kelly, the more famous than a Harvey Weinstein. But we're not going to... Harvey also got his shit pulled and is still getting his shit rocked. It's <laughs> something still new. And it's like people... 
I don't know. I don't like the hypocrisy game when people try to play with between Hart Carley and Art, you know, Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby. Oh, like, there's a lot more and a lot more people. Like, Charlie Sheen, this right. motherfucker got black balls giving bitches HIV. I don't. I, come on now. But anyway, we're we talking about cancel culture. Like, that was all. That was, that, that but, was up there in the cancel culture. Yeah, that like, was, he was canceled, up period. there. He was canceled, period. He. I mean, what else? Well, I mean, given, you can't sit here and be like, oh. I mean, how, how do you defend somebody giving somebody HIV? How do you defend that? It, knowingly, you have it. It wasn't like, oh, you didn't know because you didn't test it. You got tested, found out, and still fucking bitches wrong. I don't know. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Actually. I don't even know. Love and Hip Hop um, wins at the MTV Movie Awards, um, but um, was shaded by people of the Jersey Shore and the Challenge. If you guys know any of those shows on MTV. I mean, both of those shows typically win this award but they got offended but mind you VHN is owned by Viacom same as MTV yeah and so therefore therefore making them nominated to be awarded for a TV show right a TV show award anyways Jersey Shore and The Challenge and whatever other show that was nominated with them didn't win and the fact that Love and Hip Hop did win and let's be real Love and Hip Hop there's a lot of shade though a lot Love and Hip Hop has been on for many years now I think about going on 10 years now and let's be real, it's been more popping since y'all show has been off the air. Or since Jersey Shore <laughs> specifically. Because remember, they, they got off air like around 2011-ish. Yeah, and then they came back. And then they like came back. That's true. Or whatever. So in that meantime, Love and Hip Hop has been there. You know what I mean? So y'all, y'all can't really sit here and try to shit on them when they have been in that space filler. And they get the views per season, per different franchise. So we can't sit there and be upset at, at the fact that they won. I just know I can. I mean, I really think that they were salty because typically either of these shows do typically win. I mean, you don't necessarily see too many. There are some VH1 shows that are nominated, like you said, both of which are are, um, owned by Viacom. Um, But typically you don't see like a Love & Hip Hop win. So shout out to one Love & Hip Hop for for the win, honestly. (laughs) Um, But... I think they were just mad. They were just salty about it. I mean, it. Like, that's all we got to say about that because they were just mad as hell. But I will say, um, and this I think kind of goes back to even how we, <coughs> not just pop culture reacts to this because we see like what the reaction um, that this got, but how we kind of react to it as well because these white shows, you shaded them and you said all of this and you made all the faces about the black show winning but you went you won this award several years in a row and not once was there a shade on your win it was more so like hey look we messed with y'all like we actually it, there was you know, not love hip hop did not you did not have, hear of a uh, somebody saying something about the win cuz in, in years past love and hip hop has not even been nominated as a part of this category so let's for the first time being nominated and also for the first time to win. Right. That, I mean, I mean, people think. Look, I mean, it is trash TV. Let's be real. But <laughs> but uh, but you know that show has created a monumental thing in reality right. there TV. Are a lot of, you know what yeah, I mean? There's so. been a lot of spinoffs of, off of that. Um, let's not. Mona knows how to keep a coin. Okay, don't she? Mona. Mona Scott knows. She keep got a coin. so many dangles. It's Love and Hip Hop New York, Miami. Hollywood, Holly, yeah, it, it's a couple. She got it, it's love and hip hop. Love and hip hop. I mean, the first one was in New York. I don't. Know, I miss Jimmy and Chrissy. Okay, I need them to come back. Um, Jacquees gets mad because at the BET BET snub. Or oh, I was so irritated with this because, sir, you didn't do nothing but sample other people's stuff. I mean, or the, like he did like, have I, some original just, songs in there. And his category. I'm sorry. But at the, I don't I, know. I'm straight. You, but I, I have no problem with Jacquees not winning. BT Awards was last night, y'all. And um, LMA took home an award for like best R&B album, if I'm not mistaken. And um, she was like, thank you so much. And this is what proved when you let your work. I'm going to do it in an English accent. This is. Please um, do this, not. Can you even do it? Right. So I might I'm about to try. Um, let's see. This is what you do when you let your walk do the talking. And then she just storms off. And I don't know. I just find it very distasteful. Like, and when she did, I was like... And she um, thought, and the and there were so many remakes of her song. And then for Jacquees to continuously, after she's kind of come out and said she does not like that. She only, he only did, um, what, Trip? And that was it? 
No, he did is two or three of her songs. That was just like the more popular one. But like Trip, I mean, come. But she also sampled a lot of people's songs too. I mean, for her to it'd be hip. But he was legit promoting it like his song. She probably sampled like beats, but he sampled like the whole whole song, song. like basically. But I'm saying she was doing the same thing too. If you actually look back at her previous, well, that was well, like covers. She was was doing covers, and even though he was doing a cover, you legit promoted this like it was almost a part of your album. Like you were promoting it, like it was your song. But he came out and said that he wasn't promoting. He said he just liked it. He did a remix and this got left. Kept it pushing. I would, but I, he I didn't, didn't keep it pushing. Though is the thing. Like he kept saying, "I'm just gonna do this remix and left." It ain't like you dropped it, left it there. Like, oh, this is what I was feeling, and I left it here. Right. You continue to promote it. But the thing is, I like trips. I like um, his version. I like. His I mean, you, if you like better. it, that don't, that don't mean that it is the fact of it. It's not. It don't make it less true. I mean, you, I mean, y'all, you got a point. But you I'm know saying, what this is like. What. This is like, so So we know I'm a fan of Beyonce. Uh, but there was a big, I don't even want to say debacle, but there was a big... Uproar. Yeah, uproar about, so when Obama's, uh, f- when Barack Obama first was elected, um, we know that Beyonce sang at the, inaugura- at at the inauguration. She sang at last. However, Etta James, the original <laughs> singer of the song, was well alive and was not invited to sing her song at, at the, the right. first black president's. Like, you know, like she's really lived through... So much, you know, like you've lived through, especially being in the South as well. You've lived through so much and segregation and everything. And so for you to see your first black, right. right, for you to see your first black president and have somebody else be elected to sing your song. I mean, that's kind of how I feel like how LMA would be feeling like you're getting accolades on my song and you're promoting my song. Now, granted, Beyonce did do the Cadillac Records where she played or portrayed Beyonce or um, Etta James, um, which can I get a bottle of rum? Can I get a bottle of rum? I'm so irritated with that. If you have not seen Cadillac Records, first of all, I love it. I know she said, Jen, can I get a bottle of gin? Oh, this white motherfucker! <laughs> it was all, y'all gonna ask what Will I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. That that scene was hilarious to me. Uh, she was like, she Will was crying and everything. Beyonce was thick in that video in the movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. And anyway, I, and I, back to my point. She had some weight on her. Back to my point. <laughs> She was as the I understand. I feel like I understand LMA, and I'm fine with Jacquees not being nominated. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like Jacquees. Put out some more of your music. Okay, fine. Of your music. This is the same thing <laughs> and, we talked about, Normani. I want to hear you. Exactly. And and we, I mean, don't get me wrong. He do have, when he do the covers, though, they be hits. I, I, I'm like, damn, I, I really do feel like you actually were, you know, wrote this. You know what I mean? But he do, the, like, he do put but Why can't you put that in your music? But I'm make saying, like, he covers, did. but if you right. don't have nothing original, then it's like. I mean, well, no, I'm, not, I'm right. not disagreeing, but what, what I'm saying is, too, like, when he do like a nice little remix to a song, I I tend to like a lot more than the actual original. A lot of covers are kind of better though, but it doesn't. Like, but I mean, that's like remixes. If you get a remix to a song, usually it's the revamp. They loved right. it. I just want him to come on out with your own stuff. That way, nobody's gonna have. And to I need it to no be more. fire, like how you be doing these remixes. <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure you're talented. You're a talented young because he's younger than all of us. Yeah, he's very talented. But I want you to pr- put some music out that is originally you. And put as much effort as you put into these remakes or these samples, and I feel like you would have justly deserved a nomination. Right. Uh, <laughs> but you did not do that. Not fine. I mean, <laughs> just just put out your music, sir, and let your work do the talking. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Anyways, just a small update. Um, judge may reopen case. Um, so I'm so tired of this. I'm. I. It's above me now. Oh, that's, that's how I feel. It's above me now because when I li- when I read these stories, I'm just sitting here like as it kind of has evolved. It though. just being like it. That's be written. This also is just proving how if the police department actually put this much energy into finding <laughs> shit about Justice Smollett, I could do the same thing per victim on your motherfucking streets. That's how I kind of look at it. Come on now. I mean, like it's kind of like. Where is this energy at any other time? Where's the resources? Where's right. the funding? Where so, was this energy when this case was actually going on? Apparently, look, you guys, there's actually a video now. Uh, the chair room just posted it. Um, and it's of Jesse Smollett, and he still has, like, the noose or the rope that they try to use around, still around his neck or whatever, like the actual video evidence. They're trying to reopen the case because they're saying Jesse Smollett lied, even though 
they you've produced did, no evidence to there's say no that, evidence like, that just, actually stated that he lied so it's just like i'm still team jesse I'm still, you haven't you haven't proven otherwise yet so i, I just need you to prove day. it I, I don't know like i told you i ain't really even, i didn't even hear nothing about it recently so so right. just like but like you knowing like obviously we we're going, to, going over this each and every week well almost it seemed like each and every week you know what i mean but like that the fact they're trying to reopen it I just felt like it's unfair. I just felt like it's just not. It's I mean, not, if it was closed, like yeah, I guess. But if you found new substantial evidence, evidence then right. yeah. But if but, but just, they haven't produced like any new evidence. I kind of feel like Double Jeopardy should kind of be here because you. It's not like you're producing anything new, right? The only thing you did is open the files that previously were closed to like you know the public you've opened those and this more so because jesse kind of was talking about it and they're like okay we're well, gonna talk about it cool we're gonna open the case but other than that it's not like you've produced any new evidence to say okay since this case this such and such has developed we've gained new evidence and now we have this to believe that he's right guilty, guilty. you didn't produce anything further to say you know what he is guilty so i i'm still rocking with jesse i'm, I'm still, still rocking with jesse as well until Proven otherwise. Proven <laughs> otherwise. Innocent until proven guilty. Moving right along, beyond. Um, you know to, I am here. I was just about to say Beyonce. You know I am here. I was just about to say for the Lion King. First of all, I'm here for the original Lion King for Same. all my '90s kids. I am definitely here for the original Lion King. Um, and Lion King. I just need them to do Lion King the right way in this remake. Okay, um, I love um, that y'all brought James Earl Jones back as Mufasa. Because right. I, I don't and know he's who still else. Alive to do it again. I just I'm so excited about that. I just need him to just reprise this role. I want it to be so great. And you know what's dope? You know what? I don't. You know what would have been so cool? Because don't you know what's the the guy's name who actually played the voice of the singing voice for Simba? Um. Oh my goodness. He was oh, in, smart guy. Oh, the guy with a smart guy. Yeah. yeah. He was, and drumline. And um, he was in um, um, ATL. ATL. Yep. Oh whatever. I want that would have been dope if they had him placed like. Do the original, do the singing voice for Simba? Not again? even doing the singing voice, actually doing the voice. Actually, actually the original older, voice for Simba voice. is still alive. Yeah, I mean the original I mean, could, voice for most of them probably. Yeah. But there are a lot of people, and I <laughs> think they kind of uh, wanted to Ronald really Williams, do a right? remake. But I think Mufasa was so was it was so powerful. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah my like bad, Mufasa my bad. was so unforgettable. His that voice is just iconic. Like you have to if you're going to do a remake of Lion King and not do, <coughs> and you're not going to bring any of the original cast back, you have to bring back. James Earl Jones. You but just have to. Well, yeah, that's the most. But uh, I feel like they should have brought back old boy to play Simba as he got older. Like the older voice of Simba now. I mean, I thought that would have been. Oh, they probably, okay. yeah, I don't know. They probably uh, using going for more star power and. Uh, exactly <laughs> what it is. I mean, Beyonce is no Oscar winner. Okay, like no, I, that's no shame. <laughs> don't, don't come. Hey, y'all came for Rihanna don't, last don't week. Come. Y'all not about to do it this week. Well, don't boy, come. he but, gonna probably win Oscar. But no, I know Beyonce's gonna give the vocals. We all know that. I right. give Beyonce that she can sing but her ass off. But just the voiceover work. Are you skeptical about? I'm just. It's, I mean, she really only did one other movie that there was voiceover work that was epic, and you was only alive for like the first five minutes. Five minutes after that. You was gone. Was gone. Right. They just used you to sell, which is okay. You know what I mean? Especially if there's something you're trying to I mean, but you got to think about the original Lion King. It wasn't like a huge amount of speaking parts for Nala. Nala. If you actually look at the name lineup, too, look at the name lineup. She's towards the end. That means that she's not gonna, she doesn't have a big part in the movie. <laughs> They're just using her because she it has star power. I, just, I mean, again, but the original Nala, there wasn't like a huge role for her anyway in the movie. Like she, of course, had a role in the movie, but right? It, she was just a love interest, and that was it. it. Wasn't yeah, it wasn't like a huge part. Like they were kids, and there were speaking parts there. I'm but s- as an adult, Nala, I mean, once he finds out he's king, there's maybe a couple parts. There's not if, again. If you personally, I'm definitely watching the original before I go see the remake. <laughs> I definitely am doing that. You th- do you- I did the same thing with, with uh, Aladdin, though. I had to see you the know original what about um, the Jungle Book? We, we we went to go see the Jungle Book. We did. That was like one of the first ones besides like Alice in Wonderland that kind of like did the whole. My whole problem with Alice in Wonderland and when they started re- kind of redoing like some of the kid movies, mm-hmm. my problem with it is that they took it from kids. Like I understand that you that the audience grew up and so this audience is no longer a kid, but there are still kids. Like I, my niece and nephew, I play Lion King and Aladdin for them. So when you remade this, I wanted you to keep it for kids, you know? Was it? And you tried it was, to, you did an adult it version. Was, it was a live action, movie. that's why. Though. It's and a live like, action because, I mean, the, action, the actual adults, so they won't like. There was an undertone <laughs> in there. 
I mean, yeah. but even I was wondering had a dark undertone. They talked about and they took like a lot of times and, and, and Disney like is already is kind of like stuff. 90, that's like, 90s Disney's definitely had some undertones right. in there. The endless amount of undertones. Um, okay, nineties, nineties Disney was that. I don't care. Nobody, the you just that was an error. Amount of undertones Disney has, like their sexual things that has. It was. I mean, oh. I don't know what you couldn't learn from a Disney movie. I'm gonna be honest with you. I can't wait till they do a remake of Mulan. Um, because that was actually my movie too, uh, Tarzan. I feel like Mulan. Mulan. Yeah. Tarzan's already been done like a million times, but not it by has. Disney. Not by Disney. <laughs> not. I mean, yeah. Who? Um, yeah, or it's Sound versions like, a, like George of the Jungle. You remember George of the Jungle? Watch George, out for that George, tree. George. Yeah. <laughs> that was wrong. That was funny. But no, nah, it's just like back to Lion King. Though it was more so. Okay, I know she's going to deliver vocals. But is the acting really going to be there? Both, you know, voice wise, right? Um, I heard the trailer. She drowned out the hell out of Donald uh, Glover's voice. I mean, sis voice is really that powerful, I guess. But it's just more so like, okay, is the acting going to be there? Am I going to still? Fit? I didn't cry during the Lion King. Like when I'm not going to hold you up. When Mufasa died, I was in, I was distraught. I didn't cry. I played that movie for Jordan. This was like two years ago. She ain't no crying. Because I was, she was like when Mufasa dies, I was distraught. Like Scar, I like I know that you are hurt, but how could you? But hey, Scar, I just wanted Listen, Scar to be I, the bad bitch he was in I was the cartoon movie because they got him looking all mangy. And just like I just Scar was not looking like that in the cartoon. He was very quaffed, very poised. He does not look like this. I mean, but technically he was when you compare him and there there aren't that many scenes since Mufasa died so early in the movie. There aren't that many scenes where you specifically see Mufasa and Scar together. However, the one there's a specific scene at the beginning of the movie where Scar misses the um like the announcement of the new prince and Mufasa comes to see him like, Hey, where was you at? When you see them together, he does look like that. Like, he does look like the smaller, um, almost, like, sickly. He doesn't have that same, like, glow and color. So I get what they were going with with the remake because when you see them together, it, that's exactly what it was. Well, I, I can't wait to see it. You know what I mean? Actually, I'm going to – I'm just going to go by ahead, go buy a ticket. We definitely will. I mean, we'll be doing a review because, you know, I'm here for the line, 90s movies. I'm here for Absolutely. Moving right along, Cardi B could possibly be going to jail. Um – she got indicted uh, for 14 charges, attempt, one attempt of assault um, with intent to cause serious physical injury, reckless endangerment, assault, criminal um, assault, criminal solicitation, conspiracy, and conspiracy and harassment. These are heavy charges, and sis could really be going to jail. I mean, I don't know. I think her team <laughs> pause because like, that's a lot. That is a lot. Um, like, do damn. you think her team? I mean. Clearly, we know her team is working like overtime. Overtime. Um, I don't think necessarily she's going to be charged with all of this. Um, I don't necessarily see jail time in this for her. A lot, and honestly, a lot of people don't see jail time. Uh, I see probation. It. I mean, as it develops, I guess. Well, of course, and, we'll be you know talking about it. But I see probation. I don't see anything honestly past that. And people are using the fact that she's never went to jail or had any type of criminal history. But background. that's usually what it how. Like how that's going to play into effect. That does that is a factor in our quote unquote justice system. That is a factor. Like oh, she has never did no type of wrong. She never been a criminal. Like, nah, right. that don't mean you did no wrong. That <laughs> mean you got caught. Yeah, yeah. And, and it might happen. We don't know. We we'll keep keep going. But how I feel about this? If y'all don't know the story, it happened with um, it was these two girls that worked at a strip club. They weren't strippers. It was like bottle girls or whatever. Um, one was named Batty G, and the other one was one, the other one is her sister. I forget the sister's name. Long story short, um, one of the sisters had an affair with. Talking about Cardi B's sister? No, not Hennessy. Uh, um, we know her, that sister name because she ghetto, and she didn't want the loudest ones too. <laughs> but the two girls in the strip club, mm-hmm. um, one name was Batty G, and the other is a sister that also worked okay. for her. I heard this, this, the bottle girl's sister, Batty G. Um, I forget which one of the sisters because they didn't ever. Uh, I think it was Batty G, um, who specifically had like an um, allegedly an affair with Offset, and obviously Offset is with Cardi B, right? Or whatever. Cardi B finds out, she gets mad at the girl instead of getting mad at your nigga. <laughs> I don't. I hate when people do that. How do you get mad at the other person versus right. the person that you're actually with? That's a whole other story here and there, but. 
allegedly she had because she's allegedly part of the blood gang yeah, if y'all know Bloods, Crips, all that. We talking about Cardi B. Cardi B, and she actually has yeah, a whole song. She actually okay. has a song where yeah, she's I... repping her blood. She says she's not a blood no more, but I don't believe. First it. of all, anybody to say I'm not a blood no more, clearly you wasn't a blood before because if you know anything <laughs> about gangs, once you're in, you're not out. Gang for life. So, <laughs> so apparently, yeah. so she got some of her blood gang members, niggas, to go up to these girls, scare these girls, try to harass them, beat them up, and everything of that nature, and the girls took legal action as they should and got themselves a lawyer and actually sued Cardi B and for everything. Well, right. You know, but I mean, everything. you still haven't proved, you haven't yet to prove that this is like, you're, this is allegedly. This is Because alleged. you still have yet to prove that she did hire them. You could have just got beat up. Honestly. They, it came randomly though. They Now the girls are saying that it was Cardi B's people and if this isn't, if this is true, right, um, because it was this episode of Empire. If say if you had like a bodyguard and your bodyguard be, goes and beat up, beats up people, right? That person is legally legally able to sue you because technically it's that was right. your higher yeah. help or whatever. That's higher help for Cardi. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, if they did go beat up that girl, Cardi is or beat them two girls. Cardi is at fault. Um, we'll keep y'all posted with this as it develops. Okay, because um, it's, cause it's to still develop. brand new. Yeah. Um, Jaime Huntsu, who I was so here for, like, you know, the f- what was it? Did he do Fat Girls? Jaime Huntsu? No, that wasn't Jaime Huntsu. He did Blood Diamond, um, which was a great movie uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio. He he's all, he was also married to Kamara Lee Simmons. Yep, um, and of course we know they have that? a son. Go ahead, asking Yeah, the description <laughs> is just I cannot. I mean, but it's but spot I mean, on. But it's spot on. But was, I just uh, the description. You said, "What did you say? Did he do Fat Girls?" He, he did. That he, wasn't him. That was wasn't him. Uh, wasn't he in that show. I mean, that movie with uh. Queen Latifah. He did Beauty Shop. Beauty yeah. Shop. Yep. He did Beauty Shop. He had hair too. Yeah, in that movie. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that. But he did do Beauty Shop. He did do Blood Diamond, which is a really good movie. He has a really good movie out right now on Netflix. Um, but he actually came out this. So of course, Father's Day is recently passed. Um, he was spotted on Father's Day, like kind of out and about. Um, and I guess the paparazzi kind of was asking him questions just about his son, how he was spending um, his Father's Day. Who his son? That's like his only son. Um, yeah, and his he, only child. Yeah, that's his only child. Period. <laughs> um, and he responds by saying basically kind of an undertone saying that Kamerly Simmons wouldn't allow him to see his, has not allowed him to see his son, and that it would have been nice to at least get a call from his son on Father's Day. Right. And, um, I don't... So, I don't... He didn't come out and say that, you know, she's keeping him from me. Like, but there was an undertone in there like, oh, I haven't talked and she's not allowing me to, you know, parent or be a father. Apparently, there is, like, scheduling... So, you had a kid with her before, uh, what's his name? No. Not before... Russell Simmons. So, Russell Simmons. It was Russell Simmons And then following first. Russell Simmons, okay. there was Diamond. Right. Um, but, no, there we don't know as far as what, what could be scheduling. We don't know how things are happening, right? You know what I mean? Because Kamara Lee Simmons doesn't strike me as a parent or as, as a mother to keep her children away from their fathers, especially when you look at the daughter's the history, relationship right. with, um, with Russell and all his shenanigans. And with the, um, the they have a youngest little boy. Um, Wolf. Wolf. With um, another guy, you know what I mean, and then, then you know, I just don't think that is the. I'm not. We don't know if there's any male. Maybe intent. some, yeah. You know what I mean. Between um, the two, it could be something like a sort of scheduling something. It has to be. I just don't picture her to be that type of parent. You know what I mean. She's very involved in her kids' lives. So are the fathers of both. Uh, I mean, however, if this she has, has also been kids. ongoing. If again, if this has been <coughs> ongoing because of um, the celebrity between you guys. Like legal action should have already taken place, but they they ended on good notes. So hence why they probably never thought this would actually have to be. But since issue. it has, and you just came out and said, "Oh, you're not allowing me to see my child. You're not allowing me to speak to my child because of your celebrity." Legal action should have already been taking place. That's true too. Like, like okay, a precautionary even, measure. Yes, there should have been already a precautionary measure that says, "Okay, well, we at least are going to get a mediator." Because I mean, they do that for people who are not celebrities but we're at least going to get a mediator and we're going to get on a schedule that I can see my child and you can you know see our and child that could be a thing too, like because I said. it's not like she has sole custody she does not and like I said before this could be a whole issue with scheduling right it just in general you know what I mean so 
Um, we'll keep you guys updated with that if there any more news comes out about that. Um, but her camp has said this has denied all allegations. Like, this is not. This is completely false. Exactly. Um, 72 Philadelphia police officers have been pulled off the streets for racist um, Facebook posts. Um, 72. 72 police officers. I mean, pulling them off the street does not change their, their opinion, though. It will always be it's, there. It's going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is them. Pulling them off the streets just allows them to do something behind the doors. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, that just gave them, I feel like, more of an access to do whatever they were going to do because now they can privately do it. I just, well, that's true, right. too, but they may be also, since they, they probably are under heavy surveillance, too. You know yeah. what I mean? To make sure. But we, you never know what cops. I mean, Is there yeah. a deeper surveillance in the public eye? I mean, what, I'm, I'm, so are they, like, old posts, like, before they were cops or just? No, while they were cops. I don't and so, understand. And, that's retarded. <laughs> I'm saying I'm like, well, but when you feel like you're untouchable, when and you're you not, you know what I'm saying when you're in a clique and that clique says that this is okay. Right. There are some I'm not gonna say all cops do this, and you're but you, the majority of your clique says that this is okay. It's a brotherhood. Yeah, this is a brotherhood. Of, okay, not gonna say clique. <laughs> this is a brotherhood. Um, you feel that comfortable to do that? So it, yes, that look that looks like crazy to us. But when you feel that comfortable, you have to look at the source of this. Why do you feel this comfortable to even do something like this? Either you, yes, even all seventy-two of y'all, either all seventy-two of y'all crazy, or there's an underlying root in here that you felt comfortable enough to do this because this is happening too much, right? Because we've allowed it to happen. And I also want to know, like, has I want to all seventy-two? I want to see all their record. Yeah, I need a repercussion. Yes, their arrest record history of seeing. How many, uh, as far as race-wise, right, people of color have they arrested? Now, if it had only been, like, I don't know, small, minute number, you know what I mean, versus the many. I don't the, even want to say a small, minute number if it's equal. What you mean? If it's a 50-50. If there's, I, I just need there to be, I need, I need it to be true. I need it to be something that you were literally doing your job and providing right. quote unquote justice that's, that's right? Right. right so even if it it doesn't even have to be oh like 99% of them were white and 1% were black I don't even need that I just need you to be accurately doing your job even if it's 50-50 because that number depending on your area let's be honest can change that is very true um, if any more news as far as this goes um, we'll definitely keep you guys posted for this um Bella Thorne versus Whoopi Goldberg. I'm so uh, through. First of all, I've been through with her, but I just. This is going to be a quick segment. Um, Long story short, sis said she got hacked, Bella Thorne, um, so she released her own nudes. She's kind of done things like this in the past, though. No, not not her. Not to the scale, but. I'm I'm not sure, like, releasing nudes, but who knows. But as far as this goes, she released her own nudes to keep the hacker from releasing them. Almost. So, like. So. Since so this is almost like released. a Kim Kardashian <laughs> thing, like oh, I or uh, Mimi Fawcett thing. Like I released it because they threatened me that they would release it, so I might as well, you right. know, make some money and do it. She you know? but she's not making money. She just released them on Twitter. That was it. You know what I mean? So she just released them. So I can't necessarily. She's doing it for profit. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> she said she got hacked. I mean, at this moment in time, we can only just take her at her word. Take her at her word or whatever. So. Just say she was getting hacked or whatever. This is terrible. You know what I mean? Right. Whoopi saying, like, Whoopi's stance when she was on The View, <laughs> got that show right, um, <laughs> was pretty much just like, in this day and age of 2019, nobody, regardless of who you are, should be taking pictures when when knowing that those pictures can be uploaded to But well, people file. constantly do it. But doesn't people matter. People constantly do it. And people don't, some people don't care if they see them. Some people do care. So Whoopi's saying that you shouldn't left. You should never have left yourself open for this to even happen. Right. Yeah. But I mean, that's. And but Bella Thorne, she was just like, um, I guess the comments made her feel like she wanted this to happen. Because, yeah. And made her and I feel, could I could, I could see, see where that. she got that. You're right. And I can see where she got that too. I was just saying like. No, that's not what she's saying. You know what I mean? She's not uh, saying that you're not that you wanted it to happen, big... but you kind of oblivious to the fact that it will. Well, because can of your celebrity, you. you can't be that oblivious. Like you, when you like, are a celebrity, especially when this has happened multiple times before right. to other celebrities, right. not just you. Like we've seen slew of girls, um, famous. You know what I mean? Having their news released, you'll get past this. It will go away. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Recently, like was it like two years ago? Um, Leslie Jones mm-hmm. also had a whole um, new picture scandal or whatever when a hacker also 
Brand actually released her photos or whatever. So it's just really like it. Yeah, it's just crazy. I just don't understand. I just like okay, sis, just move on about it. I understand that you feel the way you feel, but I also understand it just coming to Whoopi's defense. She was right too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it wasn't necessarily like your feelings are invalid, but it was just like did you really listen? You know what I mean? And not necess- and it's more so just a precautionary thing. You are famous. If you saying that this is for your boyfriend that who have seen you before naked, okay, he can see you again in person <laughs> naked. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know what I mean? It, it'd probably be more more interesting, more better because you know why? You're right there in front of him. Right. Instead of just a picture. Now, mind you. We all have, you know, we we do whatever we got to do to get through what we need to do. You know what I mean? Get through what we need to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm not. But, yeah, we we, under, we understand. But, like, some, you know, I do feel like Whippy was coming, Whoopi, sorry, was coming from a genuine place. Not a I place agree. Of, not a place of uh, maliciousness. Mm-hmm. Not but Belle Thornton has, you know, come back and said that. She feels she, utterly disgusting. She yep, she will not be them. going on the view <laughs> moving forward. Period. Dramaticness. So I have a scenario. But for I mean, you that's guys. very much her. Like she's. I mean, even outside of this, she's. A, that's she's what I'm a saying. She got person. every since. Uh, she. I mean, she can feel it to the way she feels. She's entitled to it. You know. What right. I mean? She is entitled to it. But again, I, like you just said, I don't think Whoopi Goldberg came from a malicious place. Um, I think that what she was really saying is that because of your celebrity, you should know. Like you should have known mm-hmm. that you cannot leave yourself open like this. Now, granted, they, this is not your fault because you, like you said, we got to take you at your word. So you were hacked. Right. Um, and so clearly you didn't mean for these to get out, but for you to leave yourself open for even the opportunity for, you know what I'm saying, leaving something like that out there mm-hmm. to even be hacked and, and for somebody to get is what Whoopi Goldberg is saying should not have even been able to take place. Right. Exactly. And uh, that's how I kind of felt too, like, I mean, she's not dogging you, sis. I mean, every, people do dumb shit all the time. You know what I mean? People take new pictures all right. the time. I mean, and you got to think about how young Bella Thornton is as well. Like, she's you like know, you're young. You're going to make some mistakes. She's and you're 23. Gonna... I think she's right. younger, yeah. younger than that. Is she? Yeah, I think she like, she, she is like Deswani. That... She's like 21. <laughs> Maybe not even that. Is... I think she's not even, even 21. I think she's like 20 or something. She can't be that young. She, she cannot be that young. Because uh, Zendaya, what, like, tw- Zendaya, like, 23 20. or 22. Because she's younger than Zendaya. Zendaya was, she like, so they was born in 96, and she was born in, like, 98 or something like that's that. That's ridiculous. I never knew they were that young. Hold on, really y'all. I'm trying to find a scenario. I about to say the scenario. What is I'm trying to find. I have too many pictures. Sorry, y'all. This guy. <laughs> I do. Um, the scenario, okay, so the scenario was like this. Oh, I can remember off the top of my head. So the scenario goes like this. Um, the um, It was a man and a wife. They were ma- they were about to be married or whatever. And she has more money than the husband. Mm-hmm. Um, but not significantly, not a lot more. It's just enough, more. Just en- you know, just slightly more or whatever that she makes to her husband. And she was pretty much overhearing a conversation that she was, that the husband was having with the parents because she didn't know that he was still financially taking care of the parents. And so she was she overheard the husband say, or the future husband, fiance, she overhears him say, you know, once we get married, talking about the wife, you know, um, pretty much saying that our money, my my money and her money would be together, together our right. money, and I guess to be, make it more financially able to take care of the parents, right? Wait, to make it, to make him more financially able, or he's saying that, hey, we're going to have to cut this back because now I'm getting married and no, I'm responsible for my household. No, more so, like, her money is my money. And, oh, and I'll be able to help you even more. Yeah, and she okay. felt some type of way about that. <laughs> and she was just saying, like, he didn't even discuss this with me. He's already making plans for my money. Mm-hmm. Right. Mean? Um, how do you guys feel about that? I mean, I understand where she's coming from as far as, like, being irritated or even being upset. Um, like, you really make... Because it, it kind of is, like, an underline there. You kind of, I guess, have to be in their relationship because I'm like, are you marrying me because of my money and and, and this is going to better assist your family? Mm-hmm. Now, now, depending on what her relationship is with his parents, you know, when you get married, your families are one, so... Yes, this is going to be, you know, even if you're somebody who don't who doesn't necessarily take care of, you know, their parents, you knew how close he was with his parents mm-hmm. kind of going into this. So for his, for the families to now become one, especially in you guys' union, I don't necessarily see a problem in helping um his parents um because I, 
I just don't. But I also feel like there it requires a a conversation for sure. Yeah, and I felt that I'm like he should have brought it up to her. Just like out of just decent respect, and I'm sure that he, he probably I, was going to, but it, I'm sure this is this didn't go down the way he thought it was going to go down, right. especially like overhearing it. Because when you overhear something, you have kind of already jumped to your own conclusion before they got a chance <laughs> to explain themselves. I mean, I, I don't know. It should have been a conversation before he had the conversation with the parents. That's how. Before that okay. even happened, that's how I kind of figure out. Um, Jai, please leave us, leave us off with your jewel, and then we can. All right, so real quick, uh, my Josh Jewel for today is um, just because you took longer than others doesn't mean you failed. Like, run your own marathon. Your your finish line or your finishing time is not going to be the same as everybody else's. True. It matters that you continue going, though. Like, you cannot get frustrated. You cannot get mad and be like, you know what, I'm throwing in the towel. I, you didn't come this far just to come this far. Keep going. Period. I mean, that can speak to a lot of people. That's very testimonial for a lot of people, um, like me, especially with college. You know what I mean? It's just like I'm, I feel like I'm taking so much longer than everybody else, but it's just like a four-year degree is a four-year degree. Okay. And um, I'm going to have my paper regardless. So <laughs> Let's go. I, I, period. Period. Um, <laughs> at, we're the Pop Culture Critics. I'm Damo. Hey, it's your girl, Ja. And it's Dan. And we're signing off.